there, friends. Welcome to A Whole Latte Life to Live, the podcast that takes you on a journey through life's most pivotal moments, those crossroads that redefine our path, our dreams, and our faith. I'm Janice Rogers, a fellow traveler, and your guide on this extraordinary expedition. Picture this, an empty nest, shedding over 75 pounds, and rediscovering purpose amidst it all. My journey has been a tapestry of transformation, woven by God's love and guidance. From the nostalgic echoes of an empty home to the vibrant rhythm of a healthier me, I've learned that life's crossroads are like intersections of destiny where God's purpose meets our steps. Join me and some incredible guests as we dive deep into stories of triumph, resilience, and rebirth. We'll discover how these crossroads are opportunities for us to embrace change, deepen our faith, and uncover the stunning mosaic of God's plan for our lives. So pour yourself a comforting latte. For me, that's a chai latte with oat milk. Ice, please. Find a cozy spot and let's embark on this journey together. This podcast isn't just about listening. It's about experiencing the joy, the tears, and the miracles that Crossroads bring. So get ready to laugh, cry, and be inspired. A Whole Latte Life to Live isn't just a podcast. It's a sacred space where we connect, heal, and find purpose in each moment with God as our constant guide. Stay tuned for stories that will touch your heart, wisdom that will light your path, and conversations that will remind you that your journey matters. Because together, my friends, we have a whole latte life to live, and it's going to be one amazing adventure. Welcome to A Whole Latte Life to Live. I'm Janice Rogers, and I can't wait to journey with you. Hey guys, welcome to another exciting episode of A Whole Latte Life to Live. I'm your host, Janice Rogers, and I'm thrilled to have you with us today. So today, which is um, November the 6th, which is when I'm recording, we are T-minus 16 days away from Thanksgiving and 48 days from Christmas. And if you're like me, you know there has to be a better way to holiday. See, better way to holiday. I like that. So that is why I created the Happy Holy Days Challenge. Today, we're going to dive deep into the third part of our Happy Holy Days Challenge. But first, I want to check in with you on how you're doing with the challenge. I've been so encouraged by the messages and feedback that I've received from some of you who have joined in. It's been heartwarming to see how this challenge is making a difference in your lives during this holiday season. Remember, it's not about perfection, but progress and growing closer to God. So how is it going for you so far? I'd love for you to email me and let me know at lattejanice at gmail.com. That's L-A-T-T-E-J-A-N-I-S at gmail.com. So this week, we're diving into another essential aspect of our Happy Holy Days Challenge, being in his peace. And as the holiday season starts to ramp up, it's easy to get swept away by everything that's going on and all the hustle and bustle. But I'm here to remind you that we can live in a state of peace 
no matter what is going on around us. In fact, the Bible says in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So that's some of the fruits of the spirit. And living in peace, which is the third one, doesn't happen by accident. It's a choice that we choose to make every single day, no matter what's going on around us. Because you can be at peace inside and things can be chaos outside. So in Isaiah 26, 3, it says, you will keep in perfect peace those who minds, whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Key phrase right there. Well, two key phrases. You will keep in perfect peace. And then the last phrase is because they trust in you. So how can we choose peace? I mean, it's not like we can go get it at the Walmart, add it to our grocery order and bring it home. So there are some ways, though, that we can ground ourselves in peace. So first of all is grounding yourself in faith, in the word, in prayer, in praise, and then trusting that God's plans are perfect. And another way, which I have a hard time with, is practicing mindfulness in every moment, being present. We live in a society who is always doing this. No matter what is going on around them and they don't even see. Um, so we need to consciously choose to be present. And we need to consciously choose peace. Because that helps us to create an atmosphere of tranquility that will impact our lives in every single category. And sometimes this is a choice you have to make daily, hourly, or even by the minute because um, the world wants to destroy our peace. It's out to destroy our peace. But God doesn't mean for us to live in the anxiety. But man, does the news want us to live in anxiety. Even one minute, like scrolling through the news and you start to feel those anxious feelings in your soul and in your mind. And you have to say, no, 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 no. I have to focus on God and be in his presence. So point number two is creating peace in our lives takes preparation. So it isn't passive and it's not something that just happens. It's something that you really have to cultivate and it takes action. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He says, come to me. That's not passive. That's very active. Now, you may be throwing up a prayer every once in a while saying, Lord, please help me. But that's not really what he's in the, in talking about. He wants you to come to him with your whole body, your whole heart, your whole mind. So even in this verse, we can see that peace or rest is an action and it takes preparation and we have to be intentional about spending time in prayer and praise and reflection and his word 
And so it's important to prepare our hearts and minds for the holidays by spending this time with him, even during the holidays. I know, guys, I am a mom, been a mom for 27 years, and I know how stressful it is for moms. And I just am not going to live that way anymore. And I have talked to my kids about it, and I've talked to my husband about it. I am tired of feeling like the whole holiday season rests upon me and how I buy presents, what activities I do, what foods I cook, where we go, what we do. I'm tired of it because really the holiday season should be about him. And we have lost that. So we need to create moments of stillness, which is the Bible, praise, prayer, so that we can block out some of the hustle and bustle and stress. So point three, we can find peace by being thankful for all God has given us. So one of the most powerful ways to find peace is by being thankful for all that God has given you. Because it's really hard to be anxious and stressed when you think back on all the times that God has come through for you, all the answered prayers, all the things that cannot be explained, all the times that he's sent money and you didn't have any and you needed to pay a bill, whatever that is for you. Think back on those times to help ground you and to give you a thankful heart. In Psalm 9, 1 and 2, it says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. Having an attitude of gratitude can transform our perspective and help us focus on the blessings that we often take for granted. For example, at holidays, family gets together. Are you really seriously with every being and part of your body enjoying that? Are you being present? Probably not. But it's important that we try to be present and try to like let the world go away for a little while and enjoy the people that you love because there's always something to be thankful for. So cultivating this gratitude in your life can help you not only during the holidays, but it can help you find, like ground yourself in times of challenge and it'll give you a deep and lasting peace that you never expected. So my last point is I want you to practice acceptance and commit contentment, not commitment. Practice acceptance and commitment. Nope. Practice acceptance and contentment. Maybe I need to be committed, but anyway. Um, it's often said that peace comes when we accept that God has it all under control and it's all in his hands. And so I was, you know, trying to like make that like understandable. And I found this Bible verse that's really, really good. Um, it shows, you know, how little we are. Psalm 24, one through two. 
The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Everything in the earth is the Lord's. Doesn't that take the pressure off you? So embracing life as it is with all its imperfections and finding contentment in the present moment can lead to profound sense of peace. So as we continue our Happy Holy Days Challenge, I invite you to reflect on these four points and how they can apply to your life. How can you make a conscious choice for peace? What preparations can you make to create an atmosphere of tranquility in your daily routine? And how can you find peace through gratitude and practice acceptance and contentment? So I encourage you to embrace these ideas this week. Let's just not go through the motions. Let's be present and make a choice for peace. Prepare our hearts. Be thankful and practice acceptance and contentment for all that God has given us. Remember, this challenge isn't just about listening. It's about experiencing the joy, the tears, the miracles, the laughs that come from seeking God's presence in every single moment. And join me next week as we continue our journey in the Happy Holidays Challenge when we talk about being in His love. Thank you for listening. Until then, friends, you have a whole latte life to live. So get out there and live it.